Hey everybody, welcome to Tales from the Cryptocurrency, where I attempt to demystify cryptocurrency and take the horror out of Bitcoin and other altcoins. Today is going to be a little bit of a long uh, podcast, but I'm going to cover the fact that fractionalized uh, ownership of real world assets is coming to MetaHedge, uh, how we're going to attack this, uh, what we're going to be doing, uh, and why we're doing it. Um, And I want to share some of uh, this information with you. Before I get into what we're going to be doing at MetaHedge, the first thing I want to do is, in case you're not up to speed on what these things are and etc., I will basically give you a little bit of a a review on on what NFTs are and etc. So let's let's get started with that uh, right away. First of all, uh, if you've been living underneath a rock and have not heard of NFTs uh, currently, NFTs are basically a digital token that represents the ownership of a unique item. Uh, for example, digital artwork, collectibles, a domain name, etc. These things are all represented in the form of NFTs. As the name suggests, non-fungible is a term given to things that cannot get interchanged with other items as they have unique properties. For example, digital artwork, real estate, event tickets, etc. are are basically forms of non-fungible assets. On the other hand, dollars are fungible. You can easily exchange a $1 bill with another $1 bill. NFTs, on the other hand, provide authenticity and ownership of real-world assets in a blockchain network. So every NFT must have only a single owner at a time, and no two NFTs are the same. Uh, those are some of the unique features of NFTs. Some other uh, unique features of an NFT are that NFTs are typically indivisible. Uh, NFTs are indestructible. NFTs guarantee absolute ownership NFTs are constantly verifiable and NFTs are typically interoperable, which means that NFTs can be traded, purchased or sold uh, in the real world. So uh, knowing that now that you know, like what an NFT is, uh, enter uh, this technology of this of what is known as F NFTs or fractionalized NFTs. So uh, NFTs are unique and uh, typically have only one single owner at a time. Hence, the concept of NF of F NFTs came into existence to allow NFT owners to mint tokenized fractional NFTs and share the ownership of assets with others. At times. A high-value asset like real estate or a luxury yacht will be impossible for every single person to own. Uh, it's 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 uh, just a matter of like you know being out of the grasp. I know I personally cannot purchase a yacht uh, on my own because uh, I don't have the the funds uh, to do so. So uh, this is where fractional NFTs can play a massive role in allowing people to invest a small sum of money to gain fractional ownership of a high-priced asset. With fractional NFTs, anyone can own a high-value asset at a low cost. Uh, For example, on Ethereum, 
to fractionalize a purchase, an NFT owner divides the ERC721 token into multiple ERC20 tokens, hence the ERC20 tokens becomes a fractional NFT of the asset. Uh, we can also do this on Solana, and it's one of the things that we can easily achieve with MetaHedge. So it was a no-brainer for us to immediately begin to adopt this technology as a service that we can offer to our MetaHedge holders. What are some of the key benefits of NFT fractionalization? Well, fractional ownership has basically created a revolution. It's opened up new horizons in the NFT sector and allowed more people to invest in NFTs. Some uh, benefits of NFT fractionalization uh, are price discovery, one of the most significant advantages of FNFTs is that they can help you assess the market value of an NFT quickly. Say, if you have a digital artwork and need to understand the market value, all you need to do is fractionalize the NFT and sell to, and know that it can sell for 10 to 20% above on the marketplace. So, for example, if you have an NFT of a Lamborghini, and you know that that uh, Lamborghini NFT offers you 1% of the ownership of that Lamborghini, and you currently purchase that for $1,000, you know that that $1,000 NFT is part of a $100,000 uh, Lamborghini. If you can go to the Kelly Blue Book and assess the value of that Lamborghini at $140,000, then you will know that the NFT that you currently own when it goes to sale will make a profit of $40,000, of which you have 1% of if that makes sense to you. So uh, that's basically one of the things you can easily look at the NFT and say, this is, this belongs, this NFT belongs to a Lamborghini. This NFT belongs to a Rolex watch. This NFT belongs to a mansion in the Hamptons. And you immediately know what the NFT would be worth at market value just by doing a little bit of research. Another thing that uh, NFTs provide is enhanced liquidity. NFT fractionalization solves the liquidity issues that come with NFTs. When you're selling high-priced NFTs, uh, you need to wait for some time as only a few investors can afford to buy a high-value asset. But with FNSTs, uh, you can segregate the ERC721 token into multiple ERC20 tokens and sell each token individually. Hence, one can generate a lot of interest for the asset and address the liquidity issue to a large extent. So when we send you a NFT, let's say that you purchased an NFT of Lamborghini and we send it to you and you know that you have 1% of that Lamborghini's uh, NFT, you can purchase that NFT and you can immediately put it for sale on your slope wallet. And if somebody wants to purchase that, you can put that for sale for whatever you want. You could purchase, you could put that 1% uh, NFT, you could put it up there and, and sell it for $100,000. And if somebody buys it for $100,000, well, you made an enormous profit. Now, if nobody buys the NFT from you within 60 to 90 days, MetaHedge will purchase the NFT from you because we've already sold the asset. So uh, we're not in the, in, in the business of storing assets. So our idea is to purchase high value items. We will then immediately NFT uh, or fractionalize the high value item. And then once we've immediately done that, uh, it will go up for sale. 
And once it's sold, then that value uh, will be called back from like everybody that holds the NFTs. If you do not answer the call back to the NFT, uh, then basically after uh, two months, you will also lose the NFT. So you have uh, you buy the NFT, you've got two months uh, to three months uh, for the value of the NFT to go up uh, via the sale. And then after that, uh, if you haven't answered because you've either sold it to somebody else already and uh, they are holding the NFT, um, uh, so it becomes their responsibility to sell it back. Or uh, at the same time, if you... uh, you know, forgot about the NFT, you lost your keys or whatever. It's not going to hold back anybody else. Okay. So everything, the machine will keep moving uh, and it will, it will purchase an asset. It will liquidate the asset. It will call back the NFTs immediately uh, for, for liquidation. Uh, and then you'll have to respond to that by selling it, sending it back from your wallet. So uh, that's the only thing there. Another uh, key plus is going to be uh, basically uh um, how can I say this? I guess I, it would be democratizing the investments, right? So the NFT market has largely deterred a small and medium investors from participating in NFT auctions. Uh, since NFT assets are mainly high priced and high valued items, only a few investors can afford to buy those assets. Uh, with the emergence of MetaHedge's fractionalized NFTs, uh, this is going to open up more opportunities for small and medium investors in the NFT market, uh, which were previously excluded. Uh, to a small set of people. So uh, another plus that we'll be seeing is uh, curator fees. So uh, the original NFT owner who divides the NFTs into fractionalized NFTs will stand to receive curator fees annually. While the curator fee can be set and updated by the NFT owner, uh, this cost is capped at a maximum price set by the governance to prevent high fees. So what MetaHedge has done here is that normally there's high fees attached to whenever, uh, you know, NFTs. NFTs are sold. If you're selling them on Ethereum, you'll have super high gas fees that you have to contend with. Since we don't have to contend with that in uh, in, in Solana, um, you know uh, we uh, will absorb basically the the gas fees. Now the the curator fees or the royalties uh, we have set at two and a half percent. This is going to be obviously set so that we can cover the gas uh, fees uh, on Solana that we have. Uh, uh, as well, um, so uh, these fees will basically be used uh, just to keep like the NFT minting costs, uh, the NFT transfer costs, um, and then the NFT uh, liquidation costs uh, will all be capped off. So we figured it's two and a half percent now. Uh, the, that fee might drop depending as we go uh, as we go along, but there won't be any reoccurring royalties on any of the fees. So when you uh, receive the NFT, uh, there will be the two and a half percent fee assessed there. Uh, But once you sell the NFT, you won't get the fee. Uh, And if you sell the NFT to somebody else, uh, they won't get the fee. So the fee is only assessed like that one time, uh, whatever it is. 
um, to cover all of those costs. And then uh, you also have uh, easy monetization. So this is uh, another thing. So uh, anybody uh, can obviously uh, monetize their assets uh, in one way or another in the real world, but through faction- fractionalized uh, NFTs, uh, this will allow many investors to uh, get in on a on an asset. Now, uh, just because uh, you purchase a Lamborghini NFT, uh, you don't have to, uh, you know, worry about trying to sell, store, or manage the entire Lamborghini. Basically, all you you have to do is worry about that one NFT that you have, keeping it safe. Uh, And then after the 60 or 90 day period, you can then just cash it in for whatever that Lamborghini was sold for or that Rolex was sold for or that piece of property uh, was sold for. So if if you're understanding what I'm talking about right now, um, you understand that MetaHedge uh, and and the use of these uh, fractional NFTs uh, can potentially disrupt um, several marketplaces uh, and I'm going to go through that uh, right now. Uh, these these places uh, that uh, or uh, industries that can be Basically disrupted by MetaHedge's process now is are going to be art, gaming, collectibles, domain names, real estate, and music, and I'll cover each of these so that you know what some of the plans are with with uh, these and and why we have some future growth in these areas. Starting with art. You'll understand that digital artists and NFT owners can easily break up their NFTs into multiple fractional NFTs through MetaHedge now and quickly sell their individual fractional NFTs to investors. In this way, emerging artists can sell their digital artworks rapidly in the market. Um, for example, Grimes back in the day, uh, he sold some fractionalized artwork back uh, for $6 million in just 20 minutes by just offering sections of it. Uh, so another area is gaming, uh, trading gaming cards, uh, offers a massive NFT market potential. For instance, rare Pokemon cards such as Charizard can now go for enormous sums. Uh, imagine that you can sell your, all your in-game items like your rare skins, guns, and armors through, uh, fractionalized NFTs on MetaHedge, uh, that can help you sell your rare item by fractionalizing it and selling it to multiple people at one time. Uh, collectibles. Uh, the collectible market is also huge and as seen uh, in collectibles like crypto kitties sold for more than 1 million recently a collection of 50 crypto punks have been fractionalized and put for sale uh, they were previously selling at high prices however with fractionalization even a smaller investor can buy or share in the 50 crypto punks collection uh, domain names uh, on the marketplace recently dot eth and dot crypto domain names are selling like hotcakes As the crypto market is on the rise, rare and popular domain names can also be fractionalized and sold to multiple investors. Real estate fractional NFTs can play a massive role in the real estate industry as people can easily own a piece of luxury property that was not possible before. A high-priced luxury property can be fractionalized into multiple fractional NFTs to allow various people to invest in fractional NFTs. It will also eliminate the need for mortgages uh, to buy a property as tenants can hold parts of the property together. 
And of course, the music industry is buzzing with the concept of NFTs and fractional NFTs is the current streaming model. The record labels share the major profits. Fractional NFTs can help artists fractionalize their music albums and sell them directly to their fans without intermediaries. With fractional NFTs by MetaHedge, it could solve an age-old problem of the direct artist-to-fan relationship to a large extent. So uh, I can basically see the future of our fractionalized NFTs. While many exchanges are offering liquidity to ERC-20 and ERC-721 tokens, a new exchange needs to be developed for fractional NFTs to validate the NFTs that need to be fractionalized. A new exchange created specifically for fractional NFTs could help in asset authentication, smart contract fractionalization, and listing on exchanges. MetaHedge is currently working on this, and fractional NFTs NFTs have emerged because NFTs were selling for vast sums of money, which reduced the market to only a small group of investors. Hence, the fractionalized NFTs were created to offer more liquidity and allow smaller investors to buy fractional NFTs of high-valued assets. But still, there's a lot of debate going on about the future of NFTs in general. Uh, SEC Commissioner Hester Pierce has recently stated that issuing fractional NFTs will be considered investment contracts in the future. So, Currently, we are uh, looking uh, to capitalize on this before uh, a lot of regulation jumps into place and all of that kind of stuff. Right now, the Howey test does not affect, does not uh, relate to NFTs, uh, but it looks like the future is promising uh, given its uh, real world applications uh, coming up. So. I guess the concept of fractional ownership of an item is not entirely new. Uh, complete ownership of high tangible valued assets such as real estate, private jets, and etc. is next to impossible for retail investors without taking out a massive portion of their life savings. Fractional ownership of assets has made it more has made this more accessible, as now even more than ever, small-time investors can get a small piece of an asset that has a potential to provide many fold returns in the future. Similarly, in the DeFi world, the ownership of NFT-based assets has remained a mystery until now. Fractionalized NFTs help solve this problem of large, high-ticket uh, high items being sold and provide investors with numerous benefits, as discussed in this podcast. Uh, besides, I think it will also encourage more people to start their NFT investment journey as now they need to not have thousands or millions laying around to invest in a popular NFT piece. They can just find something that they like on our NFT list. They can purchase it, something that they understand, a luxury car, a luxury uh, jet, a yacht, a luxury watch, uh, several barrels of oil, uh, maybe a stash of Bitcoin, something of the sort. Uh, but at least you know exactly what you're purchasing and why the NFT will be worth something and what it could potentially be worth. I think that this in itself 
will uh, make kind of purchasing NFTs a little bit more transparent as well. Uh, sometimes you purchase an NFT of a board ape yacht club, for example, and you don't know how is this gonna how is this going to 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 gain value in some day or what if nobody wants it uh, in the future? Well, you know that if it's tied to a real world asset, you know that somebody will eventually want it in the future and that you have a piece of the ownership that is verifiable and cannot be destroyed under any form. Uh, I think that that in itself uh, opens up a ton of, of possibilities and MetaHedge will be taking uh, a full advantage of, of this possibility. So our board is going to begin looking for small items at first, and then hopefully we will grow into larger items. We have a twofold plan in place currently with some of our spare assets uh, or some of our, our, our spare funds that we have uh, sitting in an account right now. So we were thinking if we started small with a small asset and we posted what it was, we would mint 100 or 1,000 of NFTs of that uh, asset and we would divide it amongst MetaHedge holders. Uh, holders. So uh, MetaHedge holders can then purchase that NFT and it would be sent to their wallet. They would purchase it in Metas and and, uh, and uh, the NFTs will consist of a picture of the asset uh, that is that is currently owned by MetaHedge, uh, and it will tell you the percentage of that asset that you own. You can then uh, take that that uh, NFT and you can post it immediately for sale at whatever price you want, and you can market it. So you can uh, post on your Facebook, "Hey, does anybody want to own a piece of a Lamborghini? I have a a NFT." that is attached to a real world Lamborghini for sale and you can market it at whatever price you want. If after 60 days um, you have not sold it uh, for whatever price you wanted, then know that the asset uh, does get liquidated within 60 to 90 days. Uh, by MetaHedge. And once it's liquidated, um, we will li be liquidating it at a profit, and then we will be sending you back that profit. You can get that profit in two ways. Uh, as an NFT holder, you can either cash it out uh, and get cash for it in the form of Solana, or, excuse me, <coughs> excuse me, um, uh, or you can redeposit uh, your Metas, and those will go into your account as part of your original deposit. So, what happens is, is that if you take your metas, you purchase an NFT, that NFT, uh, you know, belongs to an asset, the asset gets liquidated, you profited off of your NFT, you had it put into your account back as metas, instead of cashing it out, then that Friday, uh, when metas day came around, um, you would get paid, uh, you know, uh, as that NFT uh, deposit was part of your original cash deposit. So I guess it's a way of compounding your interest uh, on in metas. Uh, so it provides you a venue to do that, which is a good service to our holders. Uh, it also provides the first form that we have now of uh, just uh, being able to cash out uh, your metas, um, you know, in a in a simple process. So uh, you can basically go through, use them for NFT sales. And then, of course, like after it's sold, uh, we would give that back to you in whichever form you wanted, whether it was in a Solana payment or whether you wanted it in a uh, Metas payment. So 
either or that in itself is huge hopefully you understand the ramifications of that most likely uh the team by the way will be seeking assets to purchase that they've already lined up buyers for so uh, if they see an opportunity on the market uh, for something that is extremely underpriced that would sell fast or something that they've already lined up a buyer for uh, that's what the, those are the types of assets that they're going to be purchasing. That's going to be for our short, short term. That will be 60 to 90 day processes on that. Now, we have another project that's getting ready to start too, uh, which will be real estate for carbon credits. Uh, this is a long-term NFT. This, these, these NFTs will probably be like two to five years. And what they will allow uh, MetaHedge to do is to purchase property. Uh, once we purchase a property, we've already secured contracts for people that will purchase carbon credits from us. So the idea was to purchase a property, then we would forest the property and sell the carbon credits. So uh, the holders of these NFTs would make money in three ways. Uh, they would make money yearly off of the carbon credits. Uh, those would be paid in, of course, cash or metas. Uh, then they would uh, also be sold when we when we expired the contract for the con for the carbon credits. Uh, we would have timber on that property. So uh, what we would do is uh, we would uh, be able to offer back timber sales. Uh, or sale from whatever wood we had on the property. So let's say that we uh, grew bamboo, which grows very quickly, uh, and we secured a contract with a flooring company that would buy bamboo from us. Then the holders of the NFTs on our property NFTs or property contracts would make money off of the carbon credits from growing the bamboo. Then when we sold the bamboo, uh, there would be uh, more money that would go to the holder of the NFT. And then after we mowed down the bamboo and sold the property, uh, then uh, there would be an, an additional payment at that point. So uh, these would be, like I say, two to five contracts with MetaHedge, two to five year contracts with MetaHedge. These would operate much like CDs or treasury funds, etc., but they're cryptocurrency based. So um this is going to be an exciting an exciting time for meta hedge holders uh i'm looking at possibly releasing our very first asset based uh nft uh next week so uh today is monday june 6th uh we can start looking for our very first asset based nft sometime next week not on monday but like maybe towards the end of the week and you'll see the posts on social media of course on the meta hedge page um, and uh, maybe I'll even talk about it on next Monday's podcast as well. So, uh, you know, here at MetaHedge, one of the things that we're currently doing is we're looking for for ways uh, to to have our, our holders profit constantly. Uh, so this is going to be a solution to to one of, uh, of those problems. I mean, we're currently making money at MetaHedge, uh, obviously off of like our mind rents, off of like our metaverse uh, real estate holdings and 
and all the gameplay and etc. Uh, we also have crypto bots uh, that I've designed uh, that actually last week had a couple of identifiable um, arbitrage opportunities on the RinkB network. Uh, of, we don't have these deployed yet on the Ethereum network because it costs money to deploy these bots. So uh, I don't want to deploy them until we're sure that we're going to get lots of opportunities or at least an opportunity here and there uh, to, to profit. So last week, we showed two opportunities to profit. Uh, one was obviously based to the sharp movements in Solana uh, that have happened uh, recently. The, we had an arbitrage bot immediately uh, find an opportunity there. We could have executed a flash loan uh, at that time that would have made us tons of money. But uh, we're currently still on the RinkB network. So uh, we also had an opportunity on the Ethereum uh, chain uh, for another arbitrage opportunity, uh, which we could have executed a flash loan for. Uh, but then again, you know, we're still uh, monitoring and seeing. So we're growing uh, and we're not being foolish. And one of the things is that we are being wise uh, and we're, we're monitoring uh, these bots, uh, you know, on test networks in the meantime, so that when I do deploy them, on the regular network and we are paying like $175 in gas fees per transaction, at least we'll know that each and every transaction is going to be a profitable transaction for MetaHedge holders. We will then be able to begin distributing those uh, holdings to MetaHedge holders as well. Guys, I hope you're excited about MetaHedge. I hope you're as excited about it as I am. We've uh, over the last, uh, you know, months that, that, because basically we're still a project that's only months old. Uh, MetaHedge hasn't even been around a year yet. Uh, we've grown so much from like the, the middle of, uh, you know, uh, I would say like from when we launched in, in December to now, uh, we have so many things that we've gotten up and running. Uh, we have so many projects that, that we have our hands into currently. Um, we've attracted the, the interest of uh, of larger organizations we're we're currently validating on Solana so I mean think about it like currently we have uh, validators on the test net and Solana uh, that's going to get us to 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 uh, hopefully to the Solana foundation uh, grants uh, you know which basically we're we're in the stages of following all the approved protocols to receive these grants you know that that in itself could provide a 70 70 Solana. Uh, that's roughly like a $7 million investment into our company. We can also get uh, from other companies uh, that are that have their eye on us. Um, we've we've been able to gather uh, 300,000 Solana in, in, inv in investments for when we go on the DevNet. So, uh, so we have that going for us. We now have this whole thing going with fractionalized NFTs. We're going to start small with this. I want to start small. I want to buy a small asset. I want you guys to get your feet wet. I want you to go in. I want you to buy some, uh, you know, some of these NFTs and, uh, and, and watch as we grow. Let's, uh, let's take this. Let's compound it. Let's move through it. 
as we go and let's uh let's start with a small asset and let's see how big we can get it maybe at the course of a year if we consistently stick with it we go through we uh purchase assets we sell them at a profit we go in we sell we purchase new assets we sell them at a profit who knows maybe in a year we're buying buildings and stuff like that and we're selling them you know so this is a good opportunity for people that have gotten in on the ground floor of meta hedge to like really profit in the future off of what we have so so keep your eye on this program this fractionalized nft program is something that i'm going to be working extremely hard on we're going to be putting a lot of resources behind uh these fractionalized nfts um in especially now uh currently while the crypto market in itself is is basically in a dip uh we're going to take advantage of these times uh to to offer fractionalized nfts um to our holders that 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 we can profit on in the future so uh i'm looking for all the different ways that we can profit immediately. I'm looking for all the different ways that we can start to profit in the future. And I'm putting all my resources behind this uh, for you guys as well. So guys, uh, if we don't do anything until the next time uh, that we talk, uh, b- make sure that you buy the that you buy the dip. Uh, and now is a dip. And also none of this is financial information. Don't listen to me, okay? Don't listen to me about buying stuff or whatever, this or that. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. So make do your own research, do things on your own, and all of that good stuff that you hear uh, behind everything. Other than that, the future of MetaHedge is extremely bright. I want to come to you in this podcast. Uh, I know that I talk about a bunch of different subjects. I cover blockchain and a bunch of boring stuff like that. I think on Mondays, I'm going to have a section just for MetaHedge holders uh, that I'm going to add to the podcast. So uh, if you come here, I promise you I'll do this. I'll put it right up at the top, okay, so that uh, you guys get your information first directly from me. I want you to have a chance to hear from the developer what we're doing, why we're doing. I know that I post what have we done lately posts on Facebook and on our MetaHedge page, but I really want you guys to know uh, what I'm doing, what my passions are, what I'm working behind. And what I'm trying to do. So uh, what I'm trying to do is give people that, uh, you know, wouldn't have an ordinary vehicle uh, to get in and to profit from the cryptocurrency space. Uh, Remember, I designed this ultimately in the long run. If you read the white paper, I designed this cryptocurrency uh, was to help, uh, you know, people like my sister uh, that uh, does know about stock and bonds, stocks and bonds and etc. But uh, she had never studied cryptocurrency, didn't have the time really to get into cryptocurrency. Uh, So I said, well, I'll do this. I'll get into cryptocurrency and uh, I'll share the information. So uh, the information is was found good uh, for us. And we figured that we uh, I would share the information with you guys as well. And here we are. Okay, so enjoy the rest of your week. Uh, I'll come back to you on Monday. Uh, Remember, you can also uh, reach me at Stockforge. uh, If you go to Stockforge um, and that's at uh, Stockforge stock-forge.com. You can reach me there. Uh, I have the Kryptoni airdrops channel. I post uh, new airdrops every single Monday uh, there that you can get into. Those are all the latest and greatest cryptocurrency projects that are that are up and arising across the internet. I scan them. I look for the scams. I get rid of them. And then I bring you the good stuff, the stuff that can profit and that you could get into more importantly than anything for free, as they say. Okay. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of the week. I'll talk to you soon. And if you don't do anything until the next time we talk, buy the freaking dip.